Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> Good morning. It's Nick Augustine with Mark Scroggins from Scroggins Law Group. And in this program, we're going to continue bringing you all some great information about what's going on with Scroggins Law Group in the world of divorce and family law here in uh, North Texas. Thanks, Nick. Um, yeah, there, I just wanted to, I wanted to address a few different things. So a lot of people uh, seems like have had the thought that the courts are closed. And so all of the law firms are closed because law firms, there's been an argument going back and forth between, you know, it seems like the governor and the Dallas County um, oh, judge Clay Jenkins, where Clay Jenkins has said the lawyers are, are not essential. And Abbott has said, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, we are. So anyway, kind of stupid, but, uh, so I wanted to address a couple different things there. So we have offices as everybody knows, or in case you don't in Frisco at 2,500 legacy, uh, just around the corner from the star. And in Dallas, we're in energy square, which the physical address is 4849, uh, Greenville Avenue, suite 1490. But that is basically in the block between, um, Central and Greenville and Lovers and I forget what the next street is down, but it basically takes up that whole, it's four buildings, takes up that whole thing. Um, so the Frisco office is, is up and running. The Dallas office is up and running, but to a lesser degree. We are setting up um, appointments in person with people and we are taking uh, additional steps to make sure if you want to meet in person uh, that we can do so and do so safely. So everything is wiped down on top of all the stuff that the building does. Okay. We make sure the, uh, and with that comes a cleaning crew that cleans the interior of the offices and does all kinds of different stuff. But we also make sure everything is wiped down when someone comes in, you know, it is wiped down before it is wiped down after um, you know, there's hand sanitizer everywhere. So we do as much as we possibly can to make sure that people are safe there. Now, having said that, as you and I are doing right now, we're meeting via Zoom. Okay. So there are, you know, a lot of this has been politicized in different ways. So there are scientists that say different things about should you wear a mask or shouldn't you wear a mask? And does it do something or does it not do something? And depending on which side of the political spectrum you, you lie, uh, probably is going to influence your belief to a certain degree, um, since there is not 100% um, agreement on science. But what you can do is you can follow stuff with the CDC. So like if you were gonna come down to our Dallas office, wear a mask, you know, wear a mask when you're coming in, wear a mask when you're going up on the elevator, once you get into our office, if you want to continue to wear the mask, you are welcome to. If you want to take the mask off, you are welcome to do that as well, okay? Um, same thing for Frisco, okay? Um, so that both comports with what uh, Judge Jenkins has required in Dallas County. Colin doesn't have that same requirement. So, you know, that's up to you to do that. 
Um, but just wanted to let everybody know, we are available to meet with you by phone, by Zoom, or in person. So we're open. Now here's the next thing. The courts are open. But what does that mean? Are the courts open like, hey, the door's open, you can go down there whenever you want? No, that is absolutely not what it means. As a matter of fact, we had a meeting yesterday with the, uh, the Collin County Bar Association with, um, I think, the vast majority of the Collin County District Court judges. And the questions really were, so where do we go from here? Because there is an order by the, the Office of Court Administration, which basically outlines what the courts should and shouldn't do, okay? So we had all this stuff that was closed down and, and it said we would revisit everything, you know, on June 1, all that goes away. So what does that mean? Well, they came out with a new uh, advisory opinion, I guess, that, well, the courts are going to be open on June 1st, but you should absolutely not do any in-person hearings unless you absolutely have to. So what does that mean? That's an excellent question. So the courts are trying to figure that out. How, what does that mean? What cases should be heard? What cases shouldn't be heard? Uh, can you do a jury trial? Can you do, how do you do a regular uh, bench trial? You know, does that, can that be done in person uh, or does it have to be by Zoom? I personally don't see how in the world you could do a jury trial by Zoom. I know Judge Miskell in Collin County is uh, they are trying to, they are doing what is called a summary jury trial on the 18th to try that out and see, see if it's workable. Um, so the concerns that I have, um, I personally believe, and you know, I haven't done research on this and I don't think anybody has filed a brief on this or not yet that I know of, is I think it is a violation of your constitutional rights if you are forced to go to trial on a case via Zoom. Um, so I don't think you can be forced to do that. Now that doesn't mean some courts won't try to force you to do that. And it might mean that you have to go through the appeals process mm -hmm. not the way you want, but that is my personal opinion. I think that's a constitutional violation. Um, so what happens? Okay, you can agree to do a case by Zoom. I have done plenty of, uh, well, and our firm has done plenty of hearings uh, via Zoom. Smaller hearings, I don't mind. Evidentiary hearings, I don't really care for doing via Zoom. It takes away a lot of the stuff of being able to see how a person reacts, what their body language is. Yeah. Is someone standing over to the side holding up little sheets of what they're supposed to say and stuff. These are real concerns, man, because there are people that absolutely don't play by the rules. Okay. And I'm not just talking about parties. I'm talking about lawyers. Right. Too. So there's some people that I wouldn't trust any farther than I could throw. Them. Psychological um, so, trial fair. Yeah. So there's just stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense. And one of the problems with going to trial in person is right now, the suggestions are, that you need to keep as few people in the courthouse as you possibly can. Anybody who's going to be in the courthouse needs to be wearing a mask. Um, and so that takes away from things. So if you can't see somebody's face, one, it's very difficult to hear what the hell they're saying. You no know, kidding. 
Um, and also you can't see what the facial expressions are and the body language and, and things of that sort. It gets very difficult. So, so right now, what I can tell you is the courts are open. There are things being done. I think it's probably safe to believe that criminal trials uh, that are jury trials are going to get preference once jury trials are up and running again. Mm -hmm. But exactly what and how things go are it's up in the air. It's a real question mark. And here's the other thing. It varies from county to county. Um, Denton County is having in-person hearings on some things now. Um, Collin is really not. Dallas is having some in-person hearings now. Um, so it's really kind of all over the place. So It surprises so, me that Collin County would not be yeah, you'd have it in Dallas and Denton. Different, uh, different viewpoints. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, um, I, I don't even know what to tell you on that. It's, it's bizarre. And so that's, you know, now we're getting to, into personal uh, opinions on stuff that, you know, I find it kind of, uh, I, I really find it to be a shame that we don't have continuity among the courts. Um, so, you know, last time I looked, uh, Denton had more, uh, more people with Corona than, than Colin and Dallas had far more than either one of them. Um, and yet you've got some that are doing stuff, some stuff in person and some that are not. And it's still, I think, fairly limited. Um, and the, the problem, the, the thing is it's, it's constantly changing. So, what I wanted to emphasize to people is that the courts are open. Your case will get heard. There are certain things that unless you've got something that is really quote unquote essential, which as I've mentioned before, really kind of in the family law context comes down to the standpoint of child endangerment or family violence. Don't expect to be heard in, in person. And some of those, depending on the County, you might not be, you might not be heard in person either. Um, I'll be interested to see, what happens if someone really objects to that and tries to push uh, that they're entitled to uh, have that enforcement hearing or a protective order trial in person um, statutorily or uh, constitutionally? It's a very interesting question. It's at least I'm going to take a lot of things up on appeal. And I mean, look at what happened in Dallas County with the lady who opened her hair salon. And yeah got the uh the attorney general willing to literally go and sit for her and uh so you know it's going to be interesting to see you know some of these things are issues that we haven't dealt before well and that's you know that's a whole that's a political issue i think really really with that what the law was at the time was don't open and so she violated the law um and so she should have been held in contempt now, should she have been held in contempt because she refused to apologize and say that she was selfish? No, I think that's a little ridiculous. Um, but the other, uh, you know, was it a violation of what the, the law was at that time? Yeah, absolutely it was. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to go, if you're a country that is governed by, governed by laws that, and there's a violation of the law, there, there are consequences for that. The question becomes, do you believe that that should have been shut down or not? that's a political football, you know, and some people believe that everything ought to be open and, you know, those more at risk, 
the elderly, those with underlying health problems should steer clear and the others should go about doing stuff. And it, it is also balanced with, you know, reopening the economy because the economy has been destroyed because of this, you know? So what's the answer there? I, and I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm just talking right now. So, but all these things, the, the, the thing for people to understand is there's a lot of fluidity, okay? Most law firms are gonna be open. So if you need help, reach out, okay? That's really important, especially if you're in a situation where you're feeling in danger, okay? That there are remedies, there are law firms and lawyers that can help you. There are cases that are gonna be heard by the courts, regardless of what county you're in. The question is just how it is gonna be heard. You know, so if you're in Montague County, it's probably going to be different than being in Collin County, you know, or in Bear County or in Travis County. So there are just differences depending on where you are. Mm -hmm. um, so those are real important things to think about. If you need help, though, you need to get the help. You know, don't just sit there and think I'm stuck. Nobody can help me because the courts aren't open. And, and that means that all the, uh, you know, all the law firms are shut down because that is not what's going on right now. Right. That is absolutely not what's going on. Mark, what kind of questions are you getting from people right now? Um, are you getting a lot of things from people on the post degree end who are looking for modifications because things are going cattywampus with everything, um, with custody and ex you know exchanges and swaps and that? New people <laughs> saying like, I don't know, can I get divorced now? Do I wait? Do I work on discovery? What are people asking you? So we've gotten a real, we've gotten a, a a pretty healthy group of both. I would say that probably the influx of divorce is higher than modification right now. Mm. Um, and I'm really, really pleased with what the court systems did, both at the county and you know, Supreme Court level, coming out and saying stuff about when this first all came down, it was right at spring break. You know, So some people were trying to use this as, the uh, you know school districts initially said, well, this is an ex extended spring break. So some people were trying to use this to say, oh, well, I don't have to return the kids, you know. And the courts quickly reacted instead of just sitting back and not doing anything. They provided some uh, some guidance on that, and that's hugely important and saved people a ton of money because otherwise there would have been just a shit ton of litigation <laughs> over that. I mean, Early because there were lots of people that were saying, well, then I don't need to return them. And I got lots of those calls. And it was like, no, 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 you need to return them. So, and you still have people that are trying to do some of that, say, um, and here's where it gets tight. Um, let's say that one of, the, um, one of the parties is a physician or a nurse. And let's say they're an emergency room physician or an emergency room nurse. Or, um, you know, so what do you do in a situation like that? Are they day-to-day -day in contact with people that have the virus? You know, um, you want to catch the virus? Go to the hospital. Great place to catch it. You know, depending on right. where you are. I shouldn't have said that. That's just my personal opinion. <laughs> well, I stay away uh, from hospitals regardless, unless I'm bleeding and my head is torn off. Like, you know. Yeah. Well, and I mean, they're, they're tasked with a, with a tough deal. And, and, you know, the science on on this is changing all the time. It went from, you know, it's just no contact, it doesn't live in the air, to now they're saying, well, uh, it could possibly live in the air up to, you know, eight or 10 minutes, 
uh, depending on where you are. So the size of the building you're in makes a real, um, uh, has a big impact on the likelihood of contamination. And I mean, so it's all over the place. It is constantly changing. It's, uh, I don't think anybody has a handle on this thing. That's the nature of science. Science is the best researchers, best guesses. You know, it's, I talked to my brother, who's a state professional geologist and scientist guy himself. And, you know, he agrees that there's different people with different opinions and people have to go with what they feel comfortable with. And I, but right. that thing that I like is that people are being very accommodating. And if you want to do whatever precautions that you feel necessary to take, that's a good thing. You do you. And, you know, hopefully people are being a little more patient because not everyone has the same opinion as on the same page. And, you know, as you said, all the courts are doing different things, but people are being patient and saying, okay, what can we do? And let's do that. Right. Well, and I think you bring up a good point. I mean, everybody's got, it's kind of like, um, well, and this is getting off into a bunch of political BS, but to some degree, I kind of view this as like the, the argument on abortion, okay? Pro-life or pro, pro, I can't talk, pro-life or pro-choice, okay? And if you boil all that down, in my opinion, okay, that is talking about legislating a person's morality, okay? What your morality is and what my morality is, is can be completely different okay um you know i view that on stuff that's between you and your god and you know your personal morality anytime you try to really legislate morality uh it's a failure it just doesn't work you can go back and look at prohibition you know that's that's the same thing drink or don't drink i don't care i don't drink you know in my past i did but um you know that's just you don't, you can't legislate that kind of stuff successfully, in my opinion. A lot of that is kind of the same thing here. It's like, you know, I've got lots of friends that haven't gone out to a restaurant. They have, I heard somebody on this call with the district judges yesterday and a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of Collin County family law attorneys. Um, one of them mentioned, you know, that she hadn't been to a grocery store since March 16th. Well, I can tell you that's definitely not me. And, you know, lots of people, I've got friends who haven't, who haven't gone, you know, out to a restaurant yet. Um, that too is not me. It's okay? their choice. I mean, it's their habits. I mean, people form habits and people who get used to buying things online and buying their groceries and going and picking it up. I mean, I like to look at the avocados I'm putting in the buggy. I'm, but I mean, if I can do that online and just go, you know, pick it up from my car, that's really easy and people can get in that habit and you're like, well, why would I want to deal with the general public anyways? I don't like the general public. I limit myself <laughs> from that things. I used to go to concerts and shows. I worked on the warp tour for two years after law school, you know, nowadays, like, no, thank you. I'm 44 years old and I like social distancing, less people on the roads. And, you know, I'll go to, if I'm going to drink, it'll be getting a margarita or two at Angelina's Mexican restaurant on the street, but I haven't been to a bar. Like I don't even yeah. get, I run here in Denton. I don't even know where we have bars, you know, maybe yeah. at the square, but you know, all these people who are missing out on their bar time. It's like, I don't know, maybe there's better things in life, but again, I'm not going to judge them. That's not my, you know, that's again on that thing, you know, that's for God to judge, not me. You know, people want to get back to bars. That's their right. And I appreciate that. And I like that people who are people who have their ideas and 
want to speak their piece. We still have a free country. We still have the you know, First Amendment right of free speech, and that's a good thing. But it's also a good thing when people respect other people and not bonk each other on the head because, and that's again, like Facebook, like beware on Facebook. I've stepped away from a lot of that, stepped away from cable news, haven't been watching a lot of local news. I've been watching more HGTV uh, bargain hunt for beach and island homes, and I'm wondering why I'm still here and not on an island somewhere. You know, it, you make good points. And the problem, the problem that we have is you've got people on running to either extreme and then a ton of stuff somewhere along the spectrum between those two. And so you are trying to legislate um, how to accommodate all of those because we're not, we're talking about something that actually is killing people, okay? And so when you're talking about courts having the power to compel people to appear in person, where that increases the possibility of them catching a virus that can kill you, especially if you have these underlying problems, it's difficult. I mean, I, you know, I would never wanna be an elected official to begin with, that's just not my deal. But good Lord, man, I do not envy those people for the, the stuff they've got to do. I mean, the, the decisions facing our judiciary right now yeah. is incredibly difficult. Well, and you're damned um, if you do, you're damned if you don't. And that's what people say. Well, it really is. And, you know, so here's something else that, you know, nobody's really talked about. What happens, because right now there's nothing on the books to prevent this, Okay. What happens when people start, you know, um, they're compelled to go to court and God forbid they actually get the, the coronavirus, okay? And they get sick and somebody dies. What do you think is going to happen? Well, they're going to be lawsuits. Causation with that. Issue, well, causation isn't the problem. The problem is that if you don't have some, some immunity built in, um, and, you know, I mean, states and, and governments and, you know, so local government up to state and federal government have some immunity. But the question is getting, you know, can you get around that? Right now, I'd say the answer is yes. But you're going to run into all kinds of problems with this. You know, do you think that down the road, Home Depot or Lowe's or Tom Thumb or whatever are going to get sued? You bet your ass they are going to get sued unless there is some legislation that is enacted that prohibits it, you know, and then there's going to be litigation about that. Yeah. And that so, could go spiraling. That's a slippery slope. I mean, because I might make the argument, well, um, driving on 35, if I have to go to court in Dallas is an inherently dangerous activity. You know, I mean, you can, I mean, it's an absurd ex ex extension. But yeah. And I mean, there's stuff that, you know, that isn't going to get you there, but where, but where you're with the laws today, that isn't going to get you there, but with where the laws are now, and if somebody goes somewhere and contracts, you know, um, COVID-19, I mean, you know, that there are going to be some lawsuits associated with that. So you know, expect some legislation to come down with that. But anyway, we've kind of gotten off for people to get we got a little off track on, on all this stuff. But that's kind of that's kind of my point in yeah. a lot of this is that everything is fluid right now. Everything is fluid. So um, but the good news is there is help out there. 
it, you know, it, it can be utilized. The courts are open. The courts can be utilized. Um, depending on what your particular issues are, the question is going to be how quickly you can get to court on certain things. Okay. So if you've got non-essential, non-essential issues, um, you know, you're probably not going to get to court real quickly. It's going to pick up from where it has been very rapidly. Okay. But, um, you know, it, it's right now, there's a whole lot of feeling out and trying to figure out what's going to work. And that's why I said, I really don't envy the judiciary. They've got a very, very difficult job. Um, you know, and frankly, they're, they're woefully underpaid for, for what they have to do. And so, especially in this scenario. Um, so anyway, so the good news is Scroggins Law Group's open. We can meet with you by phone, by Zoom, in person. We can walk you through what's going on in your particular county, what the particular circumstances are of your case, and let you know, here's what you can expect. Here's the likelihood of how this is going to go. Okay. And so that's all something that we can do, and we're happy to help you. What about some of the also the uh, collateral experts that we all work with the mental health people and them are they how are they operating right now? So most of them are you know don't have a problem with working remotely. I mean you work remotely with uh, you know with these folks all the time. Um, so the question becomes one of if you're going to a trial and uh, or if you've got a hearing where you need uh, need testimony right now you know you would have where people can appear via Zoom and. I think, frankly, the use of Zoom has been fantastic in a lot of areas. And I think it creates some real opportunities for some things. And I think I mentioned this in a previous, uh, previous podcast. I can see where Zoom can be really, really helpful in a lot of different things. Um, where it has limitations are on evidentiary hearings, in my opinion. Um, that becomes a little bit of a problem. But, you know, I think about, you know, I think about the district court judges that have to sign warrants, <laughs> you know, and so instead of having somebody show up at their house at two o'clock in the morning to sign something, you know, can they just pop on Zoom and be able to do that that way? Well, I don't know. It would seem to me that that would be a fantastic use of that. Or if you've got emergency, you know, TROs, can something be granted that way? Well, I'm sure it can. Yeah. You know, you've got different things that can be done different ways. Protective orders, you know, that's another thing on, I shouldn't say protective order, I should say ex parte protective order. I think it opens up a lot of, a lot of really good uses, but everything, like I said, is very fluid right now. Absolutely. I think that a little bit of patience is good. Yes. And um, getting out there, vitamin D again, they say vitamin D is good. Uh, there's plenty of it today, not so much, but... Yesterday was a good walk in the sun, 90 degrees. I was a happy camper. Yeah. Yep. Well, I tell you what, there's a, I hope we've not gotten too far astray of, uh, uh, of our topic here, but you know, I think it's a, I think it's a good example of people to understand just how fluid the situation is. Yep. Be patient and be good to each other. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Mark. Well, um, any uh, further ideas on anyone who needs to contact you or um, get into meet at one of the offices or Zoom? Sure. Just you can always call call our main number, which is two one four four six nine thirty one hundred. If you want to email me directly, you can get me at mark at scrogginslawgroup dot com. Uh, you know, 
phones are answered 24 hours a day. So uh, we can get back to you quickly if nobody's there to take your call. Absolutely. And do check out Scarden's Group on social media as well on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. There you go. All, All right. right, sir. Thank you much. All right. Talk to you soon, Mark. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.